Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now age of radio and i'm back Oh, All good. Right. You missed Steve uh, actively smashing a bug in the mic. <laughs> I was trying to. It's for the ASMR people. Exactly. We we did an episode like two, three months ago, and it was like, you know, you heard a little t- like on our end or whatever, but mm-hmm. then like on the playback, it's like. <laughs> like like you would think i crushed like a crystal ball filled with gack or something. <laughs> <laughs> Don't oh, worry, man. he'll probably smash more. I hope so. Yeah. I was so discombobulated because like 15 minutes ago, uh, my daughter's best friend's parents were like, oh, can Catherine come over and play for a few hours? And I was like, no. I was like, because I'm going to be not available. And Jeremy, he doesn't really like doing stuff like that. And they're like, well, we'll come pick her up and everything. It'll be fine. And I'm like, okay, well, I, I have to go now. I'm like, here's my husband's number. Like, I have to go record a podcast. And they're like, what's a podcast? <laughs> it's like a radio show. That's what I always tell people. I was like, it's yeah. like talk radio on the internet. That's just the easiest way to like, no follow-up questions. <laughs> yeah. is in grave danger. We are under alien attack by a popular dessert known as The Stuff. Here, Jason. Take some. No! Don't eat that! There is something alive in there. Tasty! There's something alive in yogurt. It's called benign bacteria. If the stuff is in your house, do not eat it. If you have it on your shelves, do not sell it. If you distribute this material, close your doors, make no more sales. Enough. It's never enough. Yeah! 
Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything I Learned From Movies. And tonight. Oh, tonight. Oh, we are continuing Gootober. Oh. <laughs> With 1985's The Stuff. Oh, but babe. Steve. We're not alone for this one. What? I know, yet again, we've delved into the Bloody Bits horror show. But this time... We've got the female perspective. Welcome, Candace. Whoa, 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 whoa. You got the winner now. That's right. <laughs> you used uh, the claw machine and you got the one you actually wanted. That's right. Uh, just to be fair, Yobo may be joining us a little later. He got held up, uh, I assume, mafia business or something. But <laughs> Yeah, Yobo's like that one that gets stuck to the foot of the one you actually wanted. <laughs> he gets like, What's going on up here? <laughs> what movie uh, are we talking about? Never seen the- it. Where Here's the fuck opinion. are you going? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to leave without me. Yeah. <laughs> we, Candace, we may have done the most Yobo movie who ever Yoboed in the history of Yobo. I know. Yeah. I'm trying to hear about that. <laughs> <laughs> let, let, let me let me tease it with this. Uh, there's a gentleman wearing a bag on his head. There's someone who dies screaming the word "pussy." Oh wow. Um, <laughs> There, there's a, a doorman that plays a pivotal role in oh, pushing the pivotal. plot forward. Pivotal. Holy shit. And he may or may not have mafia ties. Mm-hmm. I mean, wow. if this isn't a Yobo. Oh, any, and some, another character has a best friend named Mario. And it's even said that way. Oh, oh and a bunch sweet. of people die from drinking. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> that's, that's weird. You gotta wonder, like, that can't be a coincidence, right? That's too many coincidences. Yeah, I, I I wonder in 1987 where uh, a younger Yobo was <laughs> running a pet right? food store. Uh, oh, oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it, it's called Street Trash. Uh, Eddie's probably going to tell you about it. He was on the episode with us. Oh yeah, I've seen that movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, oh watch, yeah. <laughs> watch it again now that you know Tim. Yes. <laughs> That's true. I never thought about that. <laughs> yeah, there are a lot of parallels. <laughs> The one that really got me was the guy that randomly put the bag over his head so he could dive through the window and then take yeah. the bag off. <laughs> That's the guy that steals the steak, right? Yep, 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 yeah. yep. Ah, yeah. oh, but babe, we're not here to talk about street trash, apparently. <laughs> uh, um, I don't know about you. I'm a little thirsty. I'm a little sober. Well, let's take care of both of that. Um, from uh, oh, from Munich, Germany, we have Spätenbrau's Oktoberfest. Yeah. Uh, any guesses how long Spaten Brewery has been around? Oh man! If you can tell me the century they started, well, I'll count it. Is this the one from ten twenty four? That's by Hensteffner. Oh yeah, that's a Hensteffner. Candice, any guesses on your end? Uh, six hundred years. So what that be? Fourteenth century? Yeah. Twenty or fifteenth? I don't know. <laughs> Uh, you're right. 625 years since 1397. Damn, I'm good. Damn. <laughs> 5.9% alcohol by volume, though it says malt liquor on this bottle. I I hope this is a Meritson. That's what it says on here. But. It's probably one of those things that they they have added something that... Uh, the stuff. Yeah, they've added the stuff. <laughs> no, they've added something where in Germany they can't call it a beer or something. Oh. Germany has a super weird beer purity laws yeah maybe something to preserve it so they could ship it or something anyway uh to oktoberfest and metals oh it's top nice 
keep that bottle cap there too for our yeah. board. Yeah. And keep put this raptor claw back <laughs> We have a uh, raptor claw bottle opener that we use now. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. nice. Right? And the poor. Oh, my talk. Is. This is a beautiful golden beer, lovely straw color, has an off-white creamy head, lots of tiny bubbles that are lingering. And the bubbles and they're lingering. This actually smells really fresh. Before we've done spatting here on the uh, the pod cart, mm. we've often gotten pretty light struck ones. Yeah, this is the one you got at the liquor store the other day, so mm-hmm. it's, it's not like one from like eight months ago. And, and the guy said he'd just gotten them in. Oh, yeah, that And there sense. was only the four bottles left. Oh, yeah. Oh, damn. So, yeah, it was the only Oktoberfest and there was no pumpkin beer. Like, I'm really disappointed. It yeah. is officially October. I want my basic beer, bitch. I want my basic bitch beers. Come on. That's right. Yes. Well, beer in Utah, you got to beat the rush. <laughs> Apparently. Oh, my God. And when I went down to the liquor store. So in Utah, you have to specifically buy any of your alcohol over 5% from a state run liquor store. Yeah. So uh, North Carolina up- is the same way. Yeah. So I pull up in the driveway and this guy in just like the most over the top, like Dodge Ram, like it's lifted. It's got the jumbo tires. It's got the, the winch that's never been used. Truck you know. nuts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Truck nuts. Uh, I get out. Guy c- gets out. He's like behind me. He's uh, in full hunting fatigues. Like, you know, just completing his moss and oak. Like, like he's going up against a predator or something. Pretty much. <laughs> so, you know, like I'm looking at beers. I know and the I'm, type. Specifically pulling out uh, what we were doing on another podcast, uh, some Tank Slapper. It's a double rye IPA. Uh, He walks in and goes, you keep your girly beers. I need something stronger or something along those lines. And then he grabs something off the shelf. I couldn't quite see till he got up to the register. And he goes to the cashier. He's like, oh, man, I spent a week hunting in the woods. I need something a lot stronger than beer. Oh, that motherfucker had White Claw. (laughs) Oh, my God. You fool, oh, you've just bought did, Zima. <laughs> did you did you like uh did, did you educate him? Were you like, oh well this oh, no. has 5.1% alcohol? Oh no, oh no. I let him uh hit him talk about his manly, manly drinks. And the cashier was like, you know, there's whiskey right behind you. And the guy's like, no, nah, no, I need something other than whiskey. Leaves with his white claws. Uh, oh white wait, claw. When he, pulled, <laughs> when he pulled up, he uh he parked in the fire lane. But yeah, so I went up to the cashier oh and I was like, God. wow, this guy parked in a fire lane for his, for a white claw. And the cashier just lost his shit. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> Me, on the other hand, picked up some Dead Guy, some Hellesbach, this fabulous Oktoberfest, yeah. and that Tank Slapper. Yeah, good stuff. But yeah, Schmidt and Oktoberfest, it's, it's fantastic. There's a reason it's been around for over 600 years. Right? You'll be happy to know that I'm drinking an Oktoberfest right now, too. <gasps> yes! Tell us about what your Oktoberfest. Oh, it's very basic. It's just line and kugel. Oh, line and kugel Oktoberfest. Yeah, as long as it's, it's got, got a shandy. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean I like the shandies, and I usually drink the shandies from line and kugel. This is the first time I had their Oktoberfest, and it's uh, it's got uh, much more rye in it than I'm used to. Ooh. Like, well, much more a hoppiness to it than I'm used to. Okay. I don't drink a lot of hoppy beers. So, like, it's kind of shocking when you're used to a, a line and Kugel summer shandy. And then you, yeah. you sip this and you're like, oh, this is heavier. <laughs> yeah, what's the one uh, we got, like, a couple Christmas ago? It was, like, cranberry and ginger. Oh, or something it was like cranberry that, spice that was given yeah. to us. Yeah. And it was awful. <laughs> I mean, that does I mean, sound awful. That doesn't it, sound like something that would mix well with beer. 
Yes, it, it's not our taste. We'll put it that way. <laughs> no, it was given to I, us because my family oh, of yeah, right. angry lesbians thought it was awful. <laughs> <laughs> they went back to their uh, torpedo. <laughs> their yeah. About a torpedo. Yeah. By the way, if you I was at like a... a lesbian, get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> I was at a bar with an Austrian man and I ordered a blueberry beer and he was like, blueberry. He's like, no fruit on the beer. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I drink that, I always go, no fruit in Zibia. <laughs> That's a lovely accent you have there, sir. New Jersey. Yeah. Where are you from? The Upper West Side? Yeah. Oh, because he, he was from Austria and he would tell people because they're like, oh, what's that accent? They always thought he meant Australia. And they're yeah. like, oh, a lot of kangaroos there. Yeah, a lot, like, <laughs> lot, lot of dumb and dumber jokes like, good day, mate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Strip on the Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dumb americans yeah, right <laughs> he's really got to lay on the the schwarzenegger of the accent you know the, <laughs> and they're like oh that austria <laughs> all right so <laughs> so the stuff <laughs> from writer director larry cohen who's he Hell yeah yeah i'm glad you asked uh he's directed such wonders as bone Whatever that is. Mm-hmm. Black Caesar. Hey, we got that one. Hey. Hell up in Harlem. It's Alive. Babe, do you remember It's Alive? Yeah. <laughs> do you know about the many sequels? Like It Lives Again and It's Alive <laughs> 3, Island of the Alive. I believe we didn't watch those, so we could save them for this October. <laughs> Pretty much. In one of these days. Uh, he also did Full Moon High, uh, Cue the Winged Serpent, which we've also seen. Uh, a oh, Return. such a classic. Right? Uh <laughs> Uh, uh, is it Carradine? Yeah, Carradine's the lead in that one, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Uh, a return to Salem's Lot, which we haven't seen, although I watched the you know Salem's Lot for the first time, the seventies one. Yeah. And uh, I wanted to watch it, just can't find it anywhere. Right. <laughs> Blood Bank, get on it. No. Uh, de- <laughs> you can make personal requests. <laughs> oh, I have. Uh, Deadly Illusion, uh, Wicked Stepmother, The Ambulance, not to be confused with ambulance came out earlier this year and one of my favorites original gangsters starring fred williams jim brown and pam greer taking the streets back death wish style uh he also wrote a ton of tv stuff in the 60s and uh maniac cop phone booth and uh cellular which we did a couple of months ago he's the one that's like uh uh what sold the phone booth script for like five million dollars and then like the following year was like yeah i'm gonna i got this other script you might like isn't this the same one just with a cell phone shut up what's a stupid movie about the guy who's stuck in a phone booth for some reason <laughs> i think it's called phone booth babe. no no that's way too stupid <laughs> i gotta i gotta warn you guys it says that my internet connection is unstable so oh, no. i didn't i didn't hear like the last 10 seconds but i assume it was good yeah, we're we're just ragged on uh on the phone booth. <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's a perfectly fine thriller. It's okay, yeah. For for a cast of two, it's it's per it's perfectly okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, did you uh, mention Uncle Sam? Oh no! Oh, did he direct or, Uncle Sam? No, he wrote Uncle Sam, and he also oh, wrote, wrote Maniac it, oh. Cop movies. Yeah, Maniac Cop. Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's a he's a pretty prolific writer. It was like over a hundred things, but he like directed most of them so yeah good stuff uh, yeah but, he's one of like uh uh larry cohen is one of my favorite absolute favorite directors 
and writers because he he has a, a real cleverness and like a, a real satirical wit that I find endlessly entertaining. Yeah, yeah, I, I'd agree. Like, even like the like it's alive, like you know, it's kind of a r- ridiculous premise of like a you know, it's one of those killer baby movies. Spoiler <laughs> alerts, but but it's also like yeah, it's got a little uh, little commentary on everything from like parenting, and they I seem to remember they throw in yeah. a bunch of like and government I think it's jokes. caused by like. <laughs> Yeah, he's uh, extremely, like, left-wing. And so he was making fun of people who were scared of birth control with It's Alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, fantastic stuff. But the staff for the staff. Oh, Michael Moriarty as Hell Mo yeah. Rutherford. <laughs> uh, Andrea Marcovici as Nicole. <laughs> Uh, the only other thing I, I think I've seen her in is uh, being Michael Caine's wife in The Hand, which is amazing. <laughs> Maybe coming soon. <laughs> uh, SNL alum Garrett Morris as Chocolate Chip Charlie. <laughs> I believe Academy Award winner and or nominee Paul Sorvino as Colonel yeah. Spears. <laughs> yeah. Having a good time with himself. <laughs> oh, yeah. He, he He's taking the third act for a walk. Like, it's yeah. fantastic. <laughs> Uh, Danny Aiello as Vickers, uh, the Bloom Brothers themselves, Scott and Jason as Jason and brother. Ah. <laughs> oh, uh, you could totally tell they were actually related because not everyone's going to have those kind of blue eyes. All those goddamn like Meg Foster eyes that they have. Yeah, yeah. they're insane. Yeah, well, I, I see. I think uh, Scott Bloom uh, has last popped up on this podcast when we did Return to Blue Lagoon. <laughs> Oh no! Oh, one, of, one of Izzy's favorites, right? Mm. <laughs> Return to Blue Eyed Lagoon. It's it's one of my favorites. Stop! No. Mm. <laughs> uh, who else? In the, oh yeah, we got a couple cameos from uh, Patrick Dempsey. Apparently, as uh, Underground Stuff Buyer Number Two. <laughs> Good old okay. McKinney. Yeah, and uh, apparently, Academy Award winner Mira Sorvino. This was her debut as a factory worker. Oh. You know, Paul Sorvino's in it. It makes sense, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <yes>. yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize she was that old, to be completely honest. Oh, I, I'm sure it's like child labor. Uh, well, let's see. Yeah, she was pretty young. Like, was it like five years later when Mighty Aphrodite and all that was? Maybe even more um, than that. Oh, yeah, I mean, this was 1985. Yeah, she, yeah, she probably was like 15. I didn't notice any little kids walking around the factory. No, yeah, exactly. <laughs> when you said Mira Savino, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> Maybe she was like one of the taste testers or something. <laughs> uh, uh, Candace, how did you watch this movie? Uh, it's on uh, YouTube. Not YouTube, I'm sorry. Uh, oh, shit. Tubi, yes. Tubi. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's on Tubi. Uh, we also own the DVD because uh, we love it. Um Yeah. But uh, I love one thing I love about this movie is you press play and it immediately throws you right into the movie because oh, yeah. you're like at this, I don't know, sawmill like during a snowstorm and there's some security guy walking around and he's just like, oh, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and, and you see this white goo bubbling up out of the ground. Yeah, <laughs> obviously your first reaction is to eat the thing that you just found bubbling up out of the ground at, at like a, a construction facility. Yeah. <laughs> yep, that's, I mean, that's what I do, <laughs> but only if it's white, <laughs> you know, anyway. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, nope, Steve cut that, Steve cut that, no. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he's tasting it and he's like, oh, shoot, that's actually mighty good. 
And then his like buddy comes over, like, "What the hell are you doing?" Like, and he's like, "Eat this." He's like, "What? What is that? Like bird shit on your finger?" No, no, I just picked it up off the ground. It's really good. It's it's bird shit. Right. <laughs> See a green streak. <laughs> and and he like takes like the littlest, daintiest little bit on the tip of his tongue, like, eh. "Oh yeah, actually, it's pretty good." Yeah, you know, we yeah. could sell this shit, right? <laughs> <laughs> And then we cut to a kid waking up in bed, like, <laughs> definitely not masturbating, but, uh... <laughs> well, I put, he's, like, getting eaten up by mosquitoes. They don't have screens in their windows? Yeah. Which I thought was weird. Yeah, it's like, oh, it's so hot, I'm getting eaten alive! Oh, like, shut your fucking window or something, man. Yeah, well, know. he does shut his window, but you notice that he doesn't have any screens. It's like, well, if you have a screen on your window, then you could have it open, and you won't have mosquitoes eating you. Yeah, I mean, it must be just like an older house. I think I think screens are like a newer thing. Yeah, you possibly can, you, can, you can put the little linings in or whatever that hold them. Yeah, hey, hey, uh, man. Well, <laughs> may, maybe the mosquitoes are like his best friend or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, he uh, decides like, well, I guess I better go down and get a nice little midnight snack. You know, it's so hot. Yeah. Um, Who does the- that? Have you guys ever just got up in the middle of the night and just? ate something and then went back to bed i have no. never done that no no, no, no but no. i do have friends who do it connie gets up at 2 a.m every day and eats cheese i know that's gonna what shock the hell oh. wait wait does <laughs> she smoke a bowl with her cheese maybe oh okay that makes <laughs> it all clicks together now <laughs> but no, i i know people who are nighttime snackers hmm. that just always i always thought that was like a movie trope that yeah. doesn't actually exist in the real world because I'm like I have never done that and I don't no, know anybody who does. If I if I got up in the middle of the night and like had a snack, I would have to be up for like two more hours. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, you're just lying in bed and your stomach's going blah, 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 for two hours. <laughs> yeah, you can't go back to sleep after eating something. The kitties get up and have a snack in the middle of the night and then come back to bed. The kitties aren't human; <laughs> they're vermin. <laughs> But I hear them get up and they go crunch, 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 and then they come back to bed. They eat their crunch. And they're like, oh, I'm so full now. No, I'm not. Uh, <laughs> no, they ain't gonna smell me all night. <laughs> they literally eat like three crunchies and then come back to bed. <laughs> Just so they take the edge off. To be fair, that's exactly. like a quarter of their body weight. <laughs> well, not the fat one. Well, yeah, Cameron. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, so yeah, so he's checking the fridge for a midnight snack, uh, but he notices, oh, that that yogurt shit's moving around by itself. Maybe I should throw it away. It's the it's the stuff, a little white blob just and like throws itself back in the container or something. It's like, oh shit, he saw me. <laughs> like scram. <laughs> does it, does just... anybody else get like a uh, goosebumps vibes from that, or oh, like totally. that old TV show, The Monsters? Yeah, or, yeah. yeah, Monsters, that old uh, anthology show. Yeah. Yeah, definitely like uh oh, I say you gotta believe me, my teacher's an alien. Like that. Yeah. Kind of thing. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I love how like the dad like pops up behind like, what are you doing? Oh, I knew he's... it was you. You scared me half to death. You know? He's so pissed. Yeah. He is so incredibly angry that his son was awake. <laughs> like unusually, this family's got a lot of problems when you really like, you know, pay attention to their actions and how they react to things. Like, there's a lot yeah. of issues going on with this family. Oh yeah. Oh, well, then she was like, "All right, get get to bed." Like, smacks him on the butt. I said, "Get," you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then I don't know. He goes for a fucking turkey leg or something for his midnight snack. No, but uh, no, he, he gets the he eats some stuff, right? Yeah, he, he gets the stuff. Else. Yeah, he's like, mm, not bad. 
Mm. Of course, we he ate more. Yeah, Steve, oh. would you get up in the middle of the night to eat whipped cream? No. <laughs> <laughs> Steve doesn't like whipped cream, guys. <laughs> I mean, Steve, what is whipped cream? Flip. <laughs> I don't like food that's flip. <laughs> so Steve would never get addicted to the stuff. No, I, I'd be like the kid, like slapping out people, like, get it away from me! Run through the grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> You're all sheeple. Anyway. Oh. <laughs> uh, so we cut to our first commercial where uh, we got some lady with, I don't know, a boa or whatever. She's like, I never thought I could find anything better than ice cream. No, oh, her voice. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I never thought I'd like anything better than ice cream. I can't even do it. You, that's that's not a voice a that you child, can do. <laughs> yeah. I thought there was nothing better than ice cream. But now <laughs> I'm a grown woman. And I know there's something better than ice cream. Cocaine. It's oh. the stuff. <laughs> By the way, sh- She's wearing fur. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In all in a of the ads, suit. they're all wearing fur and yeah, bathing suits. They're, they're wearing like minks and bikinis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, they're just like, you know, downing basically yogurt. <laughs> like whipped cream. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, whip, yeah. yeah it's yeah. definitely got the consistency of whipped cream. Yeah. yeah. Although, would you eat the stuff in real life if it existed? Because apparently you can eat all you want. You're going to lose weight. You're going to have boundless energy. You're going to, uh, you know, be successful in life. And what are the uh, other side effects? Uh, you get possessed by a shaving cream monster that can uh, like hollow you out and leave you as a husk. Oh, so it's basically the same as like Mountain Dew. Um, yeah, yeah, it's, a, do. it's no, the baby, ultimate it's the cleansing same. diet. <laughs> it's a, this is why they had to pull those uh, fat free Pringles off the, off oh, the market. Oh, with Anal the uh, Oleen or whatever. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, that, that's just it. It's coming out of your asshole <laughs> instead of like your <laughs> yeah. mouth, like in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> they just weren't specific on the size of the seepage. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, then we cut to a yacht and uh, we see a bunch of, I, I don't know, big ice cream moguls or whatever. Oh yeah. This whole story that gets it all kicking with Mo and like big ice cream and the sweets yeah. industry and all the corporate espionage. The fact that there would be corporate espionage in the ice cream industry is so. <laughs> oh, you don't think Ben and Jerry has spies? <laughs> <laughs> Hagen Dawes wants to Hagen Dawes market. That's right. <laughs> oh no! I know we've lost her. I know. My joke was so bad it kicked her right <laughs> off the internet. <laughs> it's big internet holding us back. Ben and Jerry Sorry. heard us. Yeah, I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> this oh, might no. happen. <laughs> I don't understand why it's saying that because it's my internet connection's fine. I say it's not saying it on our end, though I could definitely see it being on our end too. But well, I don't know. We'll, eh, we'll, we'll we'll power through. Yeah, we'll fix it in post. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we're introduced to uh, Mo Rutherford, who's an industrial spy that uh, I guess Big Ice Cream wants to you know in- investigate the stuff and find out like what their secret recipe is or you know exactly what's going on and why they're like cornering the market on you know dessert. I guess. <laughs> Man, I love Mo. Like, I would just watch Michael Moriarty just do anything, act in any role. Yeah. How would, he is how would, how endlessly would entertaining. Him? How would you describe Mo Rutherford? Uh, well, I know that when people give him, offer him money, he always asks for Mo. <laughs> <laughs> He's a lovable dirtbag. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't yeah. have very many scruples, but, you know, he doesn't want to see people get hurt or die or anything. But he's also not above blackmail. Oh, of course not. Yeah, I mean that's yeah, but only like shitty people. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) 
and i love his like basically like colonel sanders southern accent <laughs> he's like i i love his uh no like the guy's like you know as dumb as you appear to be mr rutherford no one is as dumb as i appear to be oh, god i love that i love that line so much no one is as dumb as i appear to be <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, basically he's like, oh yeah, you know, I, I bugged one of you guys when you were at the opera or something the other night. So I heard your whole conversation. Look, you don't like me. I don't like you, but I get results. So give me that check and I'll get the fuck out of here and get, do my job. And they're like, good show. And hand him a check. And then he decks an FBI guy on the way out. And... <laughs> shows him, Yeah, shows him the check. How much yeah. money, how much more money he makes than him and then just decks him. Because <laughs> yeah. he got kicked out of the FBI and yeah. like they always bust his balls about that. <laughs> so he's like, look how much money I'm making you suit. Yeah, I'm, I moved on to the private sector. You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, then we uh, cut back to the, the kid's house and they're having breakfast and uh, he's, you know, everybody's having the stuff or whatever for breakfast and he's like, can I, can I just get some eggs or some shit? And like, no, here, have some stuff. He's like, no, don't eat that. that. I saw it move by itself. That shit's like possessed or something. And they're like, no, nah, here you go. He slaps it out of their hand and like oh. goes running away. And that mom, she's like, look at that. It doesn't even leave a spot. It's dietary and it doesn't even leave a spot. This is what? amazing. <laughs> Why would it leave spots on a cabinet? Like, what the fuck are you eating that's like taking the finish off of your fucking cabinets, ma'am? Apple paint. <laughs> right? <laughs> Trans fats. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> a damn peanut oil again yeah i don't know <laughs> but uh then we cut to a uh i guess a lab that's like i guess the r&d department uh where they're trying to figure out the secret formula of the stuff and uh and they're like well why why don't they have to tell the fda about it like well because of you know the proprietary stuff you know like coca-cola like they don't have to give their secret recipe or whatever yeah. So everybody who approved it, the FBA or FDA is either dead or uh like or they, retired. Over, overseas or something. Yeah. Yeah. There's, yeah. One guy still in the US. Let's go visit him. Yeah, okay, okay. So then we cut to the uh, I, I don't know, a commercial shoot for the stuff fashion show, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And and this is where we see a bunch of models like coming down the runway in like mink coats and swimsuits. And uh, Mo just kind of like shows up and he's like, all right, everybody shut it down. Shut it down. I got to talk to the director here. Oh, yeah. He just, he takes over every scene that he's in, like literally in this case where he's like, uh, I'm taking charge now. Everybody do what I say. Cause he, every place he walks into, he walks like he owns the place. And every time he says something, he says it like he knows exactly what he's talking about, even when he doesn't. And so it's yeah. that like fake confidence, you know, that everybody just immediately just does what he says. He does a lot of social engineering. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah. I like, I want to be more like Mo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just to take charge, fucking yeah. own the place. And then everybody just starts doing what you say. Exactly. <laughs> Especially he's like, starts talking to the director, like, oh, and what a beautiful director you are. You see, I'm a very rich man here. Uh, and I would like, uh, with a, was it like Lehigh Petroleum? And I'd like you to work for our PR department. And she's like, well, I, I don't know. We're already pretty busy with this. Oh, no, you misunderstand me. Uh, I'm going to buy your agency and then put you in charge. Is that okay? Oh, oh, well. Well, if I mean, <laughs> buying the whole agency, okay. Uh, uh, I'm going to take you to dinner, right? now too is that okay like especially like be doing like a jedi mind trick or some shit right? <laughs> right. 
uh, I'm going to take you to the motel room and fuck the shit out of you. Would that be all right? <laughs> She's like, yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> hold, hold, hold on. Let me get my good underwear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let me do a little tops and tails here. <laughs> yeah, right. That's right. She even like tells her assistant. I was, like, uh, I was just right, working. Can, yeah. Cancel all my meetings and uh, get me a dress or something. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, then we get the uh, we go to cut to the grocery store and we see uh, one the, the little Bloom brother uh, Jason or whatever. He's walking around. And he sees that there's like stuff everywhere. Like they've got the center display. They've got the whole freezer rack, even though or you know freezer aisle, even though it doesn't have to be refrigerated. Don't worry about it. Uh-huh. They got <laughs> the signs up everywhere. And so he grabs the nearest mop and just starts beating the shit out of everything, like running around. No, don't buy it. It's made of people. You know, that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. <laughs> Does a freak out. <laughs> yeah, just going nuts. And then uh when, oh, then we go to uh we see Mo go into a house, and uh apparently this is the home of Mr. Vickers, played by Danny Aiello, and uh I guess he's like the former, I don't know, head or like one of the main people with the FDA. And he's like, I was just, uh, I was just curious how this got through inspection without knowing what's in it. And they're like, well, uh, you know, the FDA, um, uh, if if uh, there's no reason to forbid it, we we just gotta okay it. And I'm like, pretty sure that's not how that works. But no, whatever. But yeah. you're totally skipping over the part where he acts like a battered spouse around his dog. Yeah. Oh yes, yeah. <laughs> that is pretty important. Like the dog's like watching from the other room, and he's like looking over. Like, am I doing it right, sweetie? Yeah, he does. <laughs> he like every time he says something, he looks at the dog to like look for approval, and then the dog comes in and like lays his head on his lap, and he acts like he's about to shit his pants with fear. Like yeah. it's Ben, insane. Ben is the dog. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Ben. Ugh. Such a bad name for a dog. No, <laughs> <laughs> Steve had a bad run-in with a Ben. Yep, he's dead now. So uh, they did get an important thing of information out of him, where it's like, oh, yeah, this was all researched in uh, Stater, Virginia. Like, oh, I should go check out this state of Virginia. <laughs> and it, I think the first couple times they said to you, I thought they said Statham, Virginia. And I'm like, here we go. <laughs> oh. oh, shit. If we're recasting it, like, the st- like doing a reboot of the stuff nowadays, is Jason Statham Mo? <gasps> oh, shit. No one I mean, is as dumb as I look. I can't, can't really do a British accent or his <laughs> accent. No yeah. one is as dumb as I am here to be. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, are you? Oh, are you chocolate chip Charlie? Yeah, I'm chocolate chip Carly, played by Kevin Hart. Oh my god! <laughs> Man, Which, they sold that company off from under me, motherfuckers. Yeah. Which I guess uh, Michael Moriarty must be a really tall guy because he towers over everybody else he, in this movie. He totally does. Like he's got to be right? like six three, six four, or something like that. Yeah, because we know all actors are like five two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Except for Michael Moriarty. Right. <laughs> also, pimp name. I wish my last name was Moriarty. You think that's his real name? Oh, <laughs> uh, that's <laughs> true. His real name is Mo Rutherford or something. <laughs> That's his real. Yeah, <laughs> it was an inside joke. Yeah, <laughs> only his mom gets the joke. Right. Uh, but uh, yeah. Eventually, oh, that's right. He like. Oh yeah, there, there's like a whole thing where like the dog is like coming and like smelling him. He's like, "Oh, you hungry, buddy? Let's go get you something to eat." And I'm like, "You don't feed another man's dog." Yeah, right? you don't just go into someone else's kitchen and just start rummaging around. Yeah. Instead, he goes like into the study and it's like jam packed with the stuff, and it's like, 
Oh, uh, I, I'll just leave you on your way, Mr. Vickers. Uh, a which, good day. Which Mr. Vickers was like, oh, I eat it all the time. My dog eats it, too. You're like, you're fucking feeding your dog dessert all the time? Yeah. Someone call the ASPCA on him. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, as, as somebody who absolutely guiltily yet unapologetically constantly feeds her dog uh, table scraps. <laughs> yeah, there's a difference between table scraps and just feeding him, feeding it like ice cream. Like yeah, at all true. times. <laughs> he he does not get like buckets and buckets of ice cream. He does <laughs> exactly. get buckets and buckets of dehydrated chicken. <laughs> and cheese. And cheese. He does get buckets of cheese. We're working on training. It's true. It's true. It's <laughs> By the treat. way, for everybody out there, shredded cheese is the ultimate training tool for dogs. There you go. <laughs> fun fact. Super fun fact. It's huh. a fun, fun fact. My my dog, um, my oldest, well, not my oldest dog, my biggest dog, Riku, she's, like, anxious. Like, she literally has anxiety. Mm. And yeah. I have to, like, try to give her, like, doggy downers, like, slip them to her. And she's learned not to take food from me anymore. Oh, no. <laughs> so I have to, like, get, I have to get the kids to do it. <laughs> soon she's she's going to learn that one, too, soon. <laughs> like, just rotate. You're going to have to get perfect strangers to, like, feed your dog now? <laughs> yeah. She doesn't Sorry. like people. She doesn't like other people. So that's not going to work. So you're going to have to get a little robot or something. Yeah. So yeah, our dog is um, starting to get like Pritz, like resource guarding me. So starting to get protective around other people. Yeah. And since he's only eight months old, we're like going to break that shit now. And the thing that honestly works the best is when we're around strangers, like, like we'll take him with us to the brewery and go sit on the patio. If strangers come up before he gets into like nervous barky mode, mm -hmm. when he just starts like, you know, the ears go forward and you sort of like, he starts, starts to tense up. Yeah. I sprinkle shredded cheese all over the ground. And guess what? You can't be nervous when you're eating cheese. Oh, that's a good trick. The vet so, has to take, has to take her out of the room because she only like does it when I'm in the room because, you know, she's in the super protective mode. Yeah. But so as long as I'm not around, she chills out and she's nice. All right, so she's resource guarding you. Yeah. It's the same as, like, when they guard the bowl, but she's guarding you. So, yeah, so, like, what, what we do is, so now he's beginning to associate when strangers come around, he gets cheese. So oh, instead of the getting nervous and freaking out, he looks at me because he's like, where's the cheese? <laughs> yeah. And then, like, we, the stuff? We, had a, we had a group of people come over a couple weekends ago and when he went out to go meet everybody, basically, I sprinkled cheese all around, let him, like, sniff everybody. Well, everybody was just, like, sitting, chat chatting. I asked them all to sit down. And then I gave everybody some shredded cheese so he could just run around and get cheese from everybody. And then guess who was the happiest dog in the world that we had strangers over? <laughs> Good. Look at that. Nobody thought that they'd be getting dog training lessons from everything right? I learned from movies. You learned dog training lessons from movies. Yeah. <laughs> Well, because if you don't do stuff like that, stuff will happen like uh, a giant Doberman named Ben attacking Mr. Vickers and then vomiting the stuff on him for like half a second. And taking the phone out of the wall. That was oh, my yeah, favorite part. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, 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 I didn't tell him anything. Ah! <laughs> yeah, we then cut to Stater, Virginia, where Jason Statham, no, uh, where uh, Mo Rutherford, he's a... Uh, I don't know at the gas station like all right fill her up uh where the hell is everybody in this damn ghost town like oh yeah they all moved up out of here somewhere some time ago i don't know much about it though anyway i'll be 20 bucks so. 
and uh i think it was like a rolls royce or something like pulls up and is like obviously like following mo and so he's like uh you know that car over there like no sir i do not and he goes over checks it out and then he's attacked by snl oh. alumnus ah! <laughs> uh, garrett morris uh, aka chocolate chip charlie attacks him and he's like what what the hell did you do that for is this but, like is chocolate chip charlie like isn't he supposed to be like famous amos yeah yeah it's it's, it's basically like the, the the non-trademark famous amos yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he's basically yeah we get the old uh chocolate chip charlie story where he's like yeah my company was sold out from under me by all my brothers and family and it's bullshit i gotta you know i gotta find out what who uh who's behind this stuff and you know take him down so i can get my company back I'm like, I'm not sure that's how it works, but you know, what, what, whatever keeps you busy, I guess. Right? <laughs> whatever keeps you going day to day. Yeah. So they uh, they go to the post office because they're like, well, if everybody left town, they got to have like forwarding addresses and stuff, right? Yeah. Um, and they find out from the post office worker that I guess everybody relocated to Midland, Georgia. Everyone? Everyone. And then uh, <laughs> the post office guys, but they're like, I don't suppose we could get uh, all those addresses and what was that? And he's like, look, dude, I just work here and I can't give you that. Excuse me. I'm, uh, I'll be right back. And like, his ducks in the back. And then they start like talking about like, well, we're obviously going to have to kidnap them, but maybe kill them. Eventually. Yeah. They're like, you- oh, yeah <laughs> talking about how, cause chocolate chip Charlie says that his hands are registered lethal weapons in Virginia or something like that. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, well, I got softer methods of interrogating them. He's like, yeah, well, I got the hard ones. <laughs> yeah. So, but then they like hear the noise in the back and they're like, oh, you okay back there? <laughs> and uh, yeah, they basically see the, see the stuff like escaping his body and like jumping out the window or, you know, it's kind of like yeah. blowing up the wall and out the window. And, like, what the hell was that? Ain't nobody's mouth supposed to be that wide because, you know, whenever the stuff leaves your body, it just leaves your whole head just like gaped wide open. Like, like, like on the poster. There we go. Yeah. Everybody knows the poster if you're alive in the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> or been to any mom and pop video shop. Those are everywhere. Oh, yeah. That, that's just like, like, I distinctly remember being a kid and seeing that like at the Flying J across the street. <laughs> where yeah. I lived. But it's like, oh, yeah, I can't watch that. That's a scary movie. And then finally watching it like two years ago, it's like. Oh, this ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it's not scary at all. It's a fun movie. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, yeah. So they get uh, basically they like walk out of the post office and they're like instantly being chased by four dudes <laughs> and and like, all right, let's just keep running. Oh, look, there's a boat. Let's try to get the boat. <laughs> yeah, basically, there's like a whole big fight with the four dudes uh, and like Mo gets away on the boat, but I guess Chocolate Ship Charlie gets left behind to fight for himself. <laughs> Yeah, the guy like uh fighting them in the boat, like uh uh like is pushing the boat. You can, like obviously oh, yeah, the guy's like that's pushing right. the both... boat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's like pushing, I'm like, oh I almost got him. Nope. And then he just like falls in the water. That's right, and they both escape. That's right, because then they like smash cut to the diner in dry clothes, and I'm like, hold on a sec, I think we missed a scene here. <laughs> right. Yeah. And you might have uh picked up on the fact that most of this are just riffing on each other. They're just like just making it up as they go along. I mean, they had like a basic script, but Larry Cohen really loved Michael Moriarty and like his uh uh oh shit, his improv skills. 
And so he yes. was like, you can, as long as this information gets across, you could just say whatever you want. Like you can see the parts <laughs> where he's like talking and people around him are like intensely watching him, nodding their heads because they're trying to keep up with what he's doing so they can respond appropriately. <laughs> well, oh, yeah, like, back in the meeting on the yacht or whatever, when he's like shaking everybody's hands, like, oh, that's a sweaty palm. Oh, that's, that's a sweaty, a sweaty palm. palm. Oh, <laughs> Mr. Sweaty, sweaty Palm. palm. <laughs> 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 I'm sure that was definitely part of it. That's awesome. Um, yeah, they, they basically get to the diner and then they're just like, uh, you got the stuff? Uh, yeah, just say it like that, like look around and see who reacts. And of course, everybody like stops what they're doing. And then he's like, all right, now that we have everybody's attention, oh, well, I think we should split up. I need you to go to Washington, D.C. and talk to Frank Herbert. And they're like, the writer of Dune? That's what right. I put. <laughs> Oh shit! The fuck Never knew he, he was do? in the FBI. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> we need him to contact the House of Trades to help us out. Now, okay, this Frank is about trade cover, <laughs> deep cover. Obviously, this is about the Harkonnens are behind this. <laughs> uh, but yeah, then uh, Mo just like hitchhikes a ride uh, back to New York or whatever, I guess. And then he's almost ran over by a van. Da, 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 da. <laughs> this is where Bobby and DeVito come into the picture. Right. <laughs> Shout out to the grain bin. <laughs> yeah, I was reminiscing with Eddie the fact that like he was on that episode of the grind bin where you guys covered the stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and I was like, you didn't fucking deserve that. <laughs> <laughs> fucking love this movie so much. Spoiler. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, what happens here? After nearly being ran over by a van, I guess he has a, a meeting with like I don't know the CEO of the stuff, and he's like, uh, "Aren't you worried about uh, the addictive properties of your product?" And he's like, "But I don't know what you're talking about." And he's like, "Well, well, why don't you eat it?" <laughs> and he's like, I, I, "I just don't want to. I could. It's perfectly healthy, but uh, not not my thing." He's like, well, maybe I'll just shut down your whole company. <laughs> he's like, well, maybe I'll just have you killed. Yeah, what are, what yeah. are we talking about here exactly? <laughs> right? They very cordially like, I'm going to try to shut down your company and I'll just have you killed. And they just smile at each other like, eh. <laughs> like <laughs> Then it just decided we will wager one single dollar. And <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, just just like the weirdest job interview ever, really. No. Uh, oh, that's right, because then he's like, I like the cut of your jib. Here, here's a shit ton of cash, and uh, you can be our head of security for our company if you want. Yeah, forever. And I'm like, oh, damn, I'm, I'm interviewing completely the wrong way. Right? You got to threaten your bosses more often, Steve. I guess. I mean, isn't that how you got uh, got to work from home? <laughs> Low key? It, it was either that or it was well you guys can just do whatever you're gonna do because i got my own thing going on <laughs> yeah all of a sudden they changed their tune real quick they're like yeah. we don't wanna, we don't want to retrain someone <laughs> or three yeah everyone out there listening you need to remember they need you more than you need them oh yes yes you have a mortgage and bills and children whatever but they have to retrain somebody and they have to figure out what the fuck exactly you did. <laughs> the best part is you don't have to tell them. You don't. You're under zero obligation to tell them. <laughs> Boilers, toilets, the one boiling toilet. Fire me if you dare. <laughs> that was basically Steve's I'm moving. You can keep me employed or not. <laughs> 
So anyway, we then cut to Mo talking to his his now girlfriend, the uh, director, Nicole, who we haven't seen in like 30 minutes. So the first time we watched this, we're like, who the fuck is she? What is (laughs) happening? What's going on? But yeah, he's basically just like, so let me catch you up on the movie. Uh, Yeah, that stuff, (laughs) it's it's, uh, killing everybody. And, you know, uh, now I got to find out, uh, you know, what's going on. Otherwise, they're going to kill me. Anyway, you want a hoagie? Yeah. Oh, Mo. Um, oh, sorry. And around this time, I, I think that I go back to lab or something, and uh, somebody mentions like, "Oh, yeah, this this kid here went nuts in a grocery store over the stuff. Maybe he can help us out." Like, well, shit, maybe he can. Can he <laughs> yeah? Help? He says, "Did it say he he saw it moving or something like that? Did did they say yeah. that part?" Yeah, yeah. He said, like, yeah. Hey, he saw, said he saw the stuff moving in the fridge, and then went nuts at a grocery store." Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah we cut to that night and the kids uh you know going downstairs like at two in the morning or something the whole family's like circled around the tv like oh my stuff god and... yeah they're like uh shoving their faces full of the stuff and playing video games or you know what have you yeah. and it's fucking creepy yeah right? it's <laughs> very I... stepford wives yeah i like how the kids like why are you all talking like you're in a commercial right now right yeah because they're like it gives you all your nutrients and vitamins and i've never felt so good he's like i've lost five pounds and i feel i've never felt better in my life well that stuff's alive and it's gonna kill you it's like well there's a lot of food that's alive like there's a yeast and bread and uh you know even yogurt has little bacteria cultures or whatever and he's like no, but like seriously, that's like an amorphic uh, blob thing. Yeah, you know, you no, know this literally moved. <laughs> and then they basically like force him to eat it, but yeah, they're like, I, I like the brothers. Like, you cram it down your throat, and you eat as much as you can. So you can't eat anymore, and you just do what we say. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was a little weird. <laughs> but I like how they're like, all right, I'm, I'm gonna sit here and watch you eat it right after you go upstairs. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> all right, whatever. But we see him like go to the shitter and. uh <laughs> I don't know. He he sees it like moving a little. That's right. He like dumps it in the toilet, yeah. and he's like moving around, like no, free me. So he flushes it down, but he's like, oh no, I gotta, yeah, I gotta figure out what I'm gonna do to make him make it look like I'm actually eating the stuff. I know I'll eat shaving cream, and I'm like, I'd probably rather just eat the stuff. Personally. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. And then yeah, you're about to get to the part where Mo finds him, but. The, yeah, things he, yeah. the thing he says so, <laughs> which is Mo's line is one of my favorite lines in this movie yes yeah. Yeah, and it's so, another part where you can tell that you just made that shit up because the kid just starts <laughs> laughing yeah <laughs> yeah so the kid goes downstairs and the family's like mm. he's like mm, mm, really love eating this stuff and he's like almost wincing every time he eats it because it's shaving cream and like oh I'm just gonna go eat some more and then he just fucking runs for it the family's chasing after him <laughs> But then, uh, but then some stranger with a car is like, "Quick, jump in the car!" <laughs> so he and he's like, "Okay, oh, <laughs> hey, yes, sir." It's the eighties. Times were different. There yeah, was no right? stranger danger in the eighties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Then, uh, yeah, the kids like, like you guys are saying, he's just like puking up shaving cream in the oh, back seat. Yeah, you know, so he just kind of like pops his head up, like, "I'm, I'm sorry, Mister, I, I puked a little bit." He's like, "Ah, uh, no." well i was but i had to eat shaving cream to get away from my family and then the best one of the best lines in this movie go for a bit sometimes we all have to eat a little bit of shaving cream (laughs) 
that's that's when you can see the kid crack up and it cuts. Yeah, right. <laughs> we all gotta eat a little shaving cream sometimes. <laughs> Put that on a motivational poster. <laughs> it's our next shirt. Keep keep hustling. Eat shaving cream. Right. <laughs> So, yeah, so uh, then he takes this kid he just picked up off the street to an airport and they fly off to Georgia. Wait, what? Mm-hmm. I, I like how Nicole's like, wait, who's the? You did what? 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 Okay, I guess I'll get on the jet. You <laughs> took a child across state lines? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so then uh, I like how, okay, so then they land in Georgia and I like Mo basically talking like the guy greeting him at the airport. It's like, all right, there's a kid on board. You're going to need to entertain him when he wakes up. He's uh, sleeping. And if we're not back in three hours, uh, continue with the plan. Take him to Savannah. We're going to go tour the plan. <laughs> take, uh, him, take him to the island. Take him to Savannah uh, and wait for the instructions. <laughs> right. Whose jet is this? Like, isn't I, okay. it hers? I, I think it's big ice cream. Like, like big ice cream, from what I understand, is like funding his expenses and everything. Oh, yeah. I, because that comes up a little later, too, when, uh, when other people get involved. And it's like, Jesus, how rich is this colonel? It's like, I, I think big ice cream's helping him out. But, <laughs> it's got to be Because Because Mo, yeah, I think you're right. Because we'll get to it. But at the end, when Mo goes back to big ice cream, he says, like, um, they go like i i suppose you're gonna just throw this money back in our face and he's oh, like no, no, oh, no i spent the money <laughs> <laughs> love mo love him so much bless that yeah. man <laughs> yeah so mo and uh nicole they go and tour the the stuff plant like they're just like oh what's this over here do oh what's this oh that's very nice and uh, uh nicole's like oh yeah we're gonna do a whole pr thing about the people behind the stuff man you might even be in this commercial too it's gonna be great uh, so where do they mix the stuff? Like, where are the ingredients put together? Oh, that's a very close gap secret. Yeah. Like, uh, everybody's just turning into a Kentucky Fried Colonel here? Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> we're in fun. Georgia now, so it's pretty it's standard. Fun. <laughs> it's fun to do. You know, what's <laughs> funny is that the first time I ever watched this movie was only just, like, a handful of years ago. And, uh, like, I had just, like, gotten back from hanging out with friends, and one of the friends I was hanging out with was from Arkansas, so he oh, had, yeah. like, a like a really deep southern drawl, and also he looked exactly like Michael Moriarty with black yes. hair. Like, Ooh. it was bizarre. I was like, Luke? I didn't know you were in this movie? He's <laughs> like, oh no, you know my terrible secret. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my, my secret is out. <laughs> I say, I say, don't tell a soul. <laughs> But uh, around this time, like the kid like wakes up on the plane uh, because he like hears a noise and then sees like the stuff starting to fill the plane. So I don't know. He goes out the emergency exit and just runs off into the distance, never to be seen again. Runs off the cornfield. (laughs) Does a little uh, exploring there. Finds a cave. Yeah. Goes like a closed down mining facility and like hides in a cave and then just jumps in the back of a tanker. What? Because he finds the stuff uh, manufacturing facility. He jumps yeah, in the tanker yeah. to hide from uh, workers. <laughs> yeah, but they, of course, lock him in like, oh, what the hell is this doing open? <laughs> so, yeah, we got a kid in back of a tanker being driven around somewhere. Cool. We'll keep that in mind. We then cut to Mo and Nicole at a motel. And I'm like, it's been more than three hours, right? Brown chicken, brown cow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> well, what I mean is like, okay, it's nighttime now. Did they check on the kid? 
They, as far uh, as they know, the they, kid's still on the plane. Are right? they going to Savannah later? Is that the plan? Or like they don't they they, they don't know they haven't checked in with anybody at the plane. Obviously, because <laughs> they're all dead. That would be so funny if one of the scenes is them like falling asleep, and all of a sudden they're like, "Oh shit, the kid!" Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> shit, 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 shit. <laughs> wake up, wake up. Yeah, say so we see him. Uh, you know, I, I'm assuming post coitus laying in a motel room, and. Uh, and there was a commercial starring uh, Abe Vigoda and the chick from the Where's the Beef commercial. Yeah, Abe Vigoda. Yeah. The fuck. <laughs> he was old back then. <laughs> he was born old. Yeah. Uh, but like, where's the stuff? You know, a little rip off on the Wendy's commercial, but whatever. Uh, so then they're, they're like, you know, it shows them sleeping. And then there's like, huh, so th- this pillow's moving. <laughs> and Mo gets like stealth attacking him and just like covering his face like a face hugger. <laughs> uh, babe, do you remember how she gets the stuff off of his face? Oh, she pours some uh, some hurricane lamp fuel on it and then lights it on fire. Yep. <laughs> and, and it's another one of those things like maybe I just eat the stuff. <laughs> and so- well, and it's like, how does she know that the stuff doesn't like fire? What if it's like yeah. the blob and it gets like activated by fire? That's well, right. plus what if it's like a uh, highly flammable and then it just engulfs his whole body. Yeah. Like right. flames yeah. just engulf his body. His throat. It's, 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 yeah, so it's, it's just a race to what melts first flesh or whatever the stuff is. <laughs> uh, that'd be great. If the rest of the movie, he looks like fucking Skeletor or something. Right. <laughs> Uh, but uh yeah eventually this stuff's like oh fuck i'm on fire and like I, I don't know we see a whole bunch of stuff like coming out of the, the like headboard or something and like it comes out of the mattress it's like it's a fucking waterbed of yeah stuff. yeah that's right that's right and then and then like the motel clerk like jumps in the room and starts attacking mo and he's like yeah like throws him over like judo tosses him or something and then the the stuff grabs the clerk and like lifts him up pushing him up against the wall and yeah we have some really really good uh effects here yeah more on that fun facts no (laughs) but then of course it's like well what are we gonna do this room's filling up with the stuff i don't know burn the fucking hotel to the ground right (laughs) oh but also they're like oh my god that was meant for us shit Right. <laughs> no, it comes standard in the hotel room. They got really bad Yelp, re- blah, Yelp reviews. Yeah, <laughs> I was sleeping, and something came out of my pillow and attacked my face. <laughs> White stuff everywhere. Didn't even need the black light. <laughs> and it was moving. <laughs> it's alive. <laughs> it's, it's as if a billion souls suddenly cried out, and then were silenced. <laughs> So, so enough about ejaculate. No, they. Uh, Please go on. No, go no, on. No, no. <laughs> go on. No. But uh, yeah, so they end up stealing a truck and heading to the factory. And uh, Mo basically is like, "All right, you stay right here. I'm gonna sneak in here and I don't know, do something. It's gonna be great. Don't worry about it." And. Uh, uh, yeah, he gets like one of the like yellow like hazmat suits they have on. And, yeah, I don't know, just kind of wander around. But then it's he very, it's very colorful. Like uh, when they do like the the night scene shots and stuff, because the stuff color is the marketing color is like all pink and purple, and like yeah. I don't know what that other color is. It's like a different shade of pink or something like that. Uh, and fuchsia, we'll say. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> fuchsia. 
But like this movie would do gangbusters today because of how colorful the lighting is in it. People oh, love oh, that yeah. shit. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, we were talking about like the branding for the stuff yeah. is so good. Still fantastic. Oh yeah. And oh, yeah. There's so much. The, how everybody, well, except for me, because I'm not cool enough. I know you guys have a stuff. Like oh, yeah. uh, like one of the little yogurt cases. Like you have your own. It's so easy to oh, make like I mean, memorabilia. We don't have one, but we totally could make one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know the so there's a web uh, company online who makes the stuff patches. So I was gonna. I may have to order us some of the stuff patches for our beer I, bottle jackets. Yeah. I'd like to get a stuff the stuff uh the neon lights they have. Yeah, it sells out the stuff. The first time I watched it, I was like scouring the internet. I like the best thing is like, oh yeah, you do like a custom board thing. It'll be about six hundred bucks, and I'm like, all right, it's cool, but <laughs> that's a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, coming soon, Patreon.com. No, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Daddy needs a neon light. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, yeah, that's right. He's like wandering around. And he hears the kid like. Ding ding ding! Help! Help! It's filling up with the stuff. It's like, what, Jason? Jason, is that you? The fuck are you doing in a tanker? No, <laughs> right? But uh, yeah, eventually, you know, he does what anyone would do: knock somebody out, steal the truck, and drive off. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then I love how it's like, like uh, I, I don't know. Eventually, he, like gets the kid out, and it's like it's okay because the only proof I need is a stolen truck. And I'm like, uh, okay the proof that you stole the truck and say that you saw a pool of the stuff that they were pumping it into. I, I sure. Yeah. That, that'll hold up in a court a lot. Go for it, buddy. You're the, you're the industrial spy. <laughs> I don't know, but uh, <laughs> yeah, they make a lot of uh, leaps of logic when it comes to how they can fix this situation. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, like planting plastique all over, uh, all over the factory and like the rocks, and then uh, as soon as they're they've stolen the truck and they're leaving, just beep, beep, boom, 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 and just covering <laughs> the stuff up with rubble, and it's like, well, yeah, that's where it came from, though. So that's just like, there's your proof. It's gone now. <laughs> well, yeah. well, well, it's not because it'll take it all of about 30 seconds to see back up through the rubble, I would assume. Oh, yeah, you're right. That's true. <laughs> Plus, the guy at the end is like, it It pops up everywhere. Yeah. They're yeah. like, that was one hole. There's many. Oh, that yeah. sounded wrong. Yeah, many <laughs> holes. <All laughs> that was just one stuff. hole. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> this, this took a turn. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, Candace. I, I was not expecting that. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm not displeased. Oh, yeah, that's right. There's a whole thing where, like, the kid is, like, talking to the stuff when he's still, like, back in the tanker or whatever. And he's like, no, I know you're inside my head. You want me to eat you, and I'm not going to do it. And I'm like, is the stuff telepathic now? What's well, happening? it kind of, it does make you wonder, like, what it does to make people just uh, compulsively eat it. Like, completely ravenous to the point where they're so stuffed they're going to throw up, but they just keep eating because they can't stop. Yeah, true. Well... Yeah, eventually, yeah. Uh, when they're, like, escaping, there's, like, that one security guard guy who they, like, run over, and apparently they run over him till his head pops. <laughs> like That's, yeah, you see him run over his legs, and then his head explodes. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, it's like when you, uh, when you really that anatomy the... lesson. Yeah, so you, it's like when you uh, take a, a, a thing of toothpaste, and you really push down on one half, but the top half pops <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah, so, um, 
Oh, that's right. And then the cop pulls him over because you know, I guess the the reef refilling hose or whatever is like dragging behind him. And uh, <laughs> I love how like, oh no, we're getting pulled over. It's like, no, no, we can't get we can't get pulled over now. They're all stuffies. <laughs> there, yeah, he comes up with his own word for them, stuffies. Yeah. <laughs> and the cops, like, of course, they eventually like pulls over. Like, you realize your uh, hose is hanging out the back, right? He's like, what well, you gonna arrest me for indecent exposure? Hey! <laughs> and the cops like, all right, set the fuck out up against the wall, <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then I, I, I don't know the what's her name, Nicole and the kid are like, I know what to do. They like run back and like pretend to like eat the stuff or whatever, and so then the cops like, oh, they're kind of cool. Like looks away for a mo for a minute, but then flat gets popped inside the head. And like, all right, let's go. <laughs> all right, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the, the, they like she's coaxing him she's like oh, i'm so hungry officer i can't stop it tastes so good like you know you're hungry boy come on boy come on come on, come on buddy <laughs> my dog just <laughs> it just popped up what what are we doing huh? <laughs> what stuff <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah so they keep driving and then uh the next morning they pull up to a castle like okay where's this going <laughs> yeah you have <laughs> Do not expect it to go here, that's for sure. Oh, no. He's like, it's okay. I know the person who runs this castle. And I'm like, Lord Fauntleroy? Like, what, what, what are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> Gracious King Arthur! We... <laughs> Do we travel through time? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they're like instantly surrounded by like these uh, soldiers and stuff when they approach the gate. Yeah, this is like the, the militia. This yeah. is when he... This is when... Uh, uh, Larry Cohen's like making fun of the right wing kind of uh, fake militia. They pretend to be soldiers. They don't know what the fuck they're doing. Yeah, yeah. But, but Candace, who leads this militia? It is Paul Sorvino. God damn. Wait, Day of the Dolphins, Paul Sorvino? Yes, that guy. <laughs> That's right. The one movie he's known for. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Paul Sorvino is Colonel Spears. And he He's basically like, uh like like mo uh, is like talking to him like you know I've, I've heard about your establishment out here and i gotta say it's a fine example of what this country should be uh your country needs you sir <laughs> oh you see people he's playing him so hard oh totally totally like just stroking that eagle until he, he gets some more stuff uh but <laughs> <laughs> i need more evidence drop trial yeah. By the way, all your conspiracy theories are coming true because, you know, they got this stuff that they're feeding everybody and it's uh, turning them into mindless zombies or something. And the headquarters of the whole thing is less than 100 miles from here. happening right under your nose. And the colonel's like, all right, I'll help you. Ooh, and uh, who's your lady friend here? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, he's like, uh... <laughs> and Mo's like, you're stepping in on my woman or something like that. You know, he's like, that's my girlfriend is basically what he's saying. And he's like, it's okay. You're going to be a casualty by tomorrow anyway. It's like, yeah. damn, power move. <laughs> yeah, right. It's just a measuring contest for, like, the rest of the movie at this point. <laughs> uh but yeah uh so yeah they go uh back to the plant uh you know with they they basically take the stolen truck back to the plant and uh you know have some other guy driving like hey i found this off the highway i was wondering if there was a reward uh yeah hold on right yeah here's your reward pop 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 yeah bam <laughs> but then all the soldiers jump out because like a trojan horse or something and they're like and taking over the plant um 
yeah, but yeah, they like take the whole place over. And they're like, well, that was a lot easier than expected. <laughs> like there was no resistance whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, and well, they then the people inside the building, you hear an announcement over the speakers where they're like, this is what we have trained for. There are intruders coming in. And I'm like, why did you train for something like this? Right. Like I've gone through a lot of, uh, you know, there's like an armed person training for like, you know, corporate training and stuff like that. They're oh, like, yeah. There's an active shooter in the building. You need to do this. There's never a, if an army is invading the building, <laughs> this is what yeah. you need to do. <laughs> oh, you, you don't work in hotels? No, I don't know. <laughs> 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 but, uh, yeah, but uh, eventually they find like just a shit ton of like hollowed out bodies everywhere. And uh, one of the guys is like, yeah, but there's no white stuff in them. And I'm like, uh, I- I'm just going to assume he knows what's going on. You can He's put like, some white stuff in them. Yeah, right. This one does. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry, get off of that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, so then uh, Nicole and Jason just, you know, casually walk away from everybody else because they don't want to see the bodies. And the stuff is immediately there, like chasing them. <laughs> like so much so they can like hear the screams like, oh, shit, where'd they go? <laughs> I thought they were just going to take a piss or something. Uh, but yeah, they end up getting saved. and. I don't know. The new plan now is like, all right, well, I own two radio stations in Atlanta and, uh, you know, I'll, I'll go on there and we'll reach millions of people and spread the word about yeah. the stuff with our proof that everyone's totally going to believe because it's on the radio. Yeah. 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 Your, your talk radio too. You know, he's got like a Rush Limbaugh sort of situation going on there. Oh, totally. Like a militia, <laughs> militia Rush. Oh, militia Limbaugh. <laughs> <laughs> I can work this well, somehow. Well, Russia? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so then uh, every, you know, all the soldiers uh, take a shit ton of taxis, I guess, to... Uh... That's so funny. They all have to take separate taxis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which shows, like, they're, they're just a bunch of assholes. They don't know what the fuck they're doing. They're not real soldiers. Yeah, but, but I do like that the colonel, like, gathers them all around before they go to the radio station. Like, okay. I want receipts and 10% tip. <laughs> yeah. Tip, yeah, 10% tip. What an asshole, right? Yeah. yeah, at least the tip, you know. Well, that's true. At least he did say tip, not be like, screw that. Government will pay for it. That's right. Oh, he uh, also has a conversation that you can tell that's just right off the top of his head because he's talking to uh, the girl, the woman. And, he, you know, he learned that she's like a, a publicist or not a publicist, but someone who like sells something. She's yeah, like, he's like in marketing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he's like, well, maybe you could get them to like me because my whole life I've been the smartest, the best looking, the strongest. And everybody just resents me for it. Everybody hates me. And she's just like covering her mouth because she's trying not to smile while he's saying this. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, we, we could probably work something yeah, out. Yeah, we that. could do something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so they get to the radio station and they, you know, they're like, all right, we got to get all the affiliates involved so we have a wider reach because we're only, we're only going to do it once and it's going to be this time and you know, everybody tune in. And then Chocolate Chip Charlie shows out of left field and I'm like, huh, <laughs> this, uh, this seems uh, awkward. And he, even Mo's like, you know, I didn't hear the FBI knocking down the door. I just see you showing up. Did you make it to D.C.? Yeah. And he's like, man, I got jumped by a bunch of people and got the hell out of there. And I heard y'all was coming over here. And they're like, you know what? Whatever. Let's keep it going, I guess. <laughs> but then the colonel's like, I don't like this gentleman. 
Oh, and why? You can tell why yeah. too. He yeah. he does. It. I don't think he comes right out and says it, but well, from his actions and the way he's looking at it, you can kind of infer. Uh, he does call him a colored communist, and that's oh, why he that's doesn't right. like him. He does say that. Look, yeah, I won't it, have a person of color on my my radio station. It was completely unnecessary. He used to be like. I don't know this person and him just showing up without you telling him wh- where we were showing up. I am suspicious <laughs> of that. That's all you needed. Right. You yeah. need to make a racist. Yeah. <laughs> but it's you like, know, Aww. 80s, I guess. And then and Nicole's like, Oh man. Oh, ch- uh, chocolate chip Charlie. <laughs> let, let me, uh, let, let's go over the, the speech, I guess that you're going to do because you have something to say. I forget exactly what, I don't know. Oh, that's right. Good, because he's like, Oh yeah, I got, I uh, saw the stuff and I learned how to get away from it. And I just came right here as soon as I could. She's like, Oh, I'd love to hear all about that. So they go <laughs> off into a separate room for some reason. Uh, and then uh, Charlie's like, Oh yeah. I see what they do when they leave the body because it's in me. <laughs> and then he starts. Okay. The, uh, the special effects are, are are decent. I mean, they're not great, mm-hmm. but they get. I've seen worse. Yeah, they get the point across. Like it kind of looks like Garrett Morris with a a white monster jumping out of his mouth, but it's very, very it's very clearly a rubber head. Yeah, what? yeah. But you know what? It's still spectacular. <laughs> yeah, it's. Let's just say Rick Baker wasn't involved with this movie. You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but of course. Uh, you know nicole's like oh screaming and they uh you know mo and uh the colonel like, like break the glass and uh that's right they like shoot a nearby like electrical cord that's like i don't know a good six inches wide <laughs> so apparently that's like for the entire block i assume like the yeah, I, don't know. I don't know anything about electricity checks out to me <laughs> Yeah. Well, then he just reaches down, grabs the cords, and like sticks it into the stuff and shocks the shit out of it until it starts on fire. And I'm like, science? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that works. Science? Yeah, so uh, so Nicole saved. Oh, yeah, the kid was in there too for some reason. Uh, but yeah, everybody's safe. And it's like, uh, sir, we got 30 seconds until broadcast. Do, do we want to reschedule? He's like, what? Fuck no, dude. <laughs> Give me my script. Let's do this. And they do like a whole emergency broadcast. America, you're in danger. Do not eat the stuff. Do not buy the stuff. If you sell the stuff, kill yourself. No. (laughs) (laughs) If you distribute the stuff, go out of business. Yeah. Oh, that's right. And if you have the stuff in your home, please be sure to cook it. Like, wait, what? Oh, yeah. I I guess that might work until it becomes sentient and active and starts the whole house on fire (laughs) Uh, but then we cut to uh, Nicole giving like a prologue like six months later or something she's like and that's what happened we took down the stuff and all the corporations were held responsible and I'm like okay this is bullshit (laughs) oh yeah well I mean it shows at the end that it's still around because you can't tell Americans what to do you can't tell them what to eat Oh, 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 the thing that really what? made me like, okay, this is complete bullshit. Is like, yes, there were thousands of casualties, but it saved millions more, and all those affected were compensated. And I'm like, bullshit. 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 <laughs> Don't you fucking lie to me, movie. <laughs> we know how this works. Uh, but then we get another scene where Moe's uh, meeting back up with, uh, I don't know, the, the stuff CEO again. And he's like, well, uh, suppose you heard you're going out of business. But then big ice cream CEO walks in too, like, oh, I thought you were working for me. 
oh, that's cool. I got you both here. Um, <laughs> you'll, you'll go in our business and they're like, nah, not really, because have you checked out our new product, The Taste? It's only 12% the stuff. So we don't legally even have to tell people stuff is in it. Yeah, like the, it's got just enough to keep them addicted, but not enough to cause all the harm and brain damage. Interesting, interesting. Not enough to get them uh, taken over by a parasitic organism. Yeah, yeah. But then, uh, then the movie takes yet another turn when uh, <laughs> Moe's like, uh, I'd like to introduce you to uh, one of my friends here, uh, Jason. His whole family was killed by this stuff. And I'm like, did that happen off screen? I guess so. Mm-hmm. I mean, you and- kind of assume they're dead because they were clearly fully possessed by the stuff. Yeah, 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 true, true. But yeah, Jason comes in and he's got like a whole case of the stuff. And he's like, and uh, I want to introduce you to my other friend. And he like pulls out a six shooter and he's like, yeah, eat it, motherfuckers. Eat all yeah. the stuff until I am satisfied. You, you would never eat, kill us in front of a child? <laughs> yeah. and, like you and, said and, earlier, sir, I've seen a lot. This yeah, doesn't right. bother me. Turn his head to a fucking canoe. Like, whoa, Jason, come down. <laughs> we Jason, have a script for this. <laughs> yeah, play it cool, bro. Don't go off script. Yeah. Only I may improv. Yeah, <laughs> Jason, we talked about your bloodlust. Yeah, right. <laughs> Keeping to a minimum. Uh, yeah, they're like, all right, so you're eating. I'm eating it. No, it's like, are you eating it or is it eating you? Oh. Damn. And then, and then you hear like police sirens and like, well, I guess our work is done here. And I'm like, uh, why are you about to be arrested? Well, uh, so no, so so they're leaving as the police are coming, and you see the two executives are like, "There's nothing left," yeah, yeah. and they're starting to fight each other to, to uh, try and get more of the stuff. That's what's happening. Well, Real well, justice was served. Well, but then the kids like, "Yeah, we did it," and I'm like, "Did what exactly?" Killed the ice cream moguls. Okay, cool. Turns out they were actually behind the stuff the whole time. I seem to remember there being like dozens of people involved <laughs> with the, the stuff, but yeah, whatever. Uh, but guys, the, ones that are left. the movie's not quite over <gasps> because we see that there's now an underground black market of the stuff. And apparently McDreamy's one of the guys who's yeah. selling or buying or something. Um, so the stuff lives on. Roll credits. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, that's the stuff. Uh, Candace, would you recommend this movie? Oh, hell yeah. Right. This movie's so much fun. Also, I, I wanted to point out, I don't know if you were going to get into in your super fun facts, but uh, this was supposed to be a satire on the diet food craze of the 80s. Yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Uh, it totally checks out. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, definitely. Like I said, I love Larry Cohen because he's he's uh does not put up with bullshit and he loves to satirize people and take the piss out of them. Yeah. And this is a great example of it. There's never a dull moment and it's so quotable. So, so quotable. <laughs> no one is as dumb as I appear to be. <laughs> we all got to eat shaving cream sometime. <laughs> uh, how about you, Izzy? Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, I'm angry that I didn't know about this movie before we watched it for Grindman. But yeah. I'm so thrilled that now I know about it. I love this movie. This yeah. is like one of my my top gooey movies. Yeah, I, I, I like it. Like, I knew of it, but I, I was always just written it off as like oh, okay it's some stupid low budget 80s movie whatever blah 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 that's and what that's... i thought at first too i'm like i knew yeah. people loved it but i didn't know anything about it 
But then you watch it and you're like, no, this is a legitimately good movie. Yeah. So, so I'm going back and watching a lot of these movies where it's like, okay, I remember seeing the covers and stuff. Like when I was a kid, like, like monkey shines was one of them where it was like, oh, it's a (laughs) monkey with symbols or whatever, or like shock much. Like, like, these are all fucking pretty damn good movies. Right. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, are they perfect? Of course not, but they're pretty amazing. (laughs) Yeah. I got, I I love the stuff. I can't get enough of it. I, I, I need a reboot with Jason Statham. Are you and, uh, watching it or is it watching you? Because <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, we're going to take a quick commercial break. Oh, but when we come back, mm. we have more beer, <gasps> fun facts, and what we learn from the stuff. And maybe some Yobo. Who knows? <laughs> no, no. He sent a message on Twitter. He he says it's it's a no-go. Oh, did he? Gosh. Oh, it's a no-go for the Yobo? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, not looking too good. Sorry. Oh, he's okay. big-timing us is what he's doing. I see how it is. Whatever, Yobo. No, <laughs> uh, we'll get him on for something else soon. Yeah. Hey, I heard you like movies. I heard you like to hustle. I heard you like podcasts. Well, guess what? There's a podcast for you out there called The Home Video Hustle. Damn right. Every Friday, we talk about whatever movie PJ picks out the bag. What does that mean? Every Wednesday on our YouTube page, I put a bunch of movies in a bag, and PJ picks one out at random. And then we just watch it. We talk about it for maybe like an hour, hour and a half, two hours. Whatever we feel like doing, wherever the conversation leads us. But do we actually talk about the movie? Most of the time. Ah. Tangents galore. Yes. So believe me, we may be a movie podcast, but it's not always about movies. We might talk about video games. Mm-hmm. Music. music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. the big one, music. Uh, sometimes we might get a little bit of politicalness in there. Yes. Sometimes we may just, oh, we know what we like to do. We like to tell stories, PJ. Ah, yes. I am the master storyteller <laughs> yes. of the podcast realm. <laughs> Undefeated. So if you like to hear about movies, video games, whatever foolishness comes to our mind, the most random stuff you can think of, check out the Home Video Hustle. You can find us on the Stitchers, yes. the Google Play, yes. Apple Podcasts, what else? Podbean, what else? Podcast Addict, goddamn, all that. Ain't no reason you can't get your hustle on. We everywhere, worldwide, baby. Hustle, motherfucking hustle. Hey, we can't cuss in the promo, PJ. Ah, we gotta be family friendly. There may be podcasts out there that don't want his hair to say. Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> good fun stuff. <laughs> well, <laughs> you. <Yeah. laughs> no, no. Don't run the listeners away, Pete. Ah, I'm sorry. But this is going kind of long. Yes. So we'll end this and say, hey, check out the Home Video Hustle every Friday on all the various podcast outlets. Peace. Peace. Did you ever go on vacation with your family and hope the dance instructor would fall in love with you? No, but I did think a guy with a giant boombox playing Peter Gabriel outside my window in the middle of the night meant true and undying love. Listen to our podcast, Happily Ever Aftermath, where we revisit these movies and it turns out they weren't the best ideas. What were we thinking? You can find our podcast, Happily Ever Aftermath, on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or your favorite podcatcher. You can also tweet at us at H-E-A-M-C-A-S-T, Heemcast. Not to jinx it, this is actually the best he's ever been for a podcast. Usually, the past like eight or nine times we've done it since we've had him, he's like running around and just randomly like barking at cats and <laughs> breaking stuff. And oh, I would completely understand because yeah. look at my dogs' flappy faces. They're always like you know shaking their heads, or they're yeah. like uh, they're no. leaning against me for pets and slamming their tails into the wall. Oh yeah, yeah. He, he, he a couple times he straight like walked into the chair that's like holding the microphone, like <laughs> like, like not even like walking around, just like 
headbutting it basically like what the fuck dude <laughs> no, he's been such a good boy then I got my other, my fat lazy dog and she like leaks gas oh, the entire time walks around a zoomies oh. couple of chewies yeah, he, he, he's ripped a couple on Mike too just <laughs> <laughs> and you're like I swear it's the dog it's okay Steve <laughs> is he <laughs> you've been eating those docky treats again Steve no I mean, the ones are pretty good. But... <laughs> Your farts say otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> Your farts have the faint distinction of chicken feet. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, I'm Brendan. And I'm Jason. And we host a podcast called Four Screen and Country. And what do we do on this podcast? Jason? We talk about the best British films of all time, as voted by British people in the British year of 1999. The BFI Top 100, to be exact. 100 movies. So, with each episode, we talk about a movie on the list, historical significance, if it holds up, etc., etc., etc. You can find us on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and all that good stuff. Wherever podcasts are sold, sold, sold. I'm Lucian Greaves of the Satanic Temple, and you're listening to Everything I Learned from Movies. And we're back. Oh my god, Steve, those are the greatest ads that ever added in the history of adding. Oh, she said it. Make it better every Oh, babe, I don't know about you. I'm a little thirsty again. I'm still a little sober. Oh, well, let's uh, see if we can change that. Uh, from Proper Brewing Company, <laughs> get in Salt Lake City. Uh, we have their Do Less West Coast Style India Pale Ale. Mm. 5% alcohol by volume. A nice little uh, pint can here. Ooh, an IPA. Now that's going to be hoppy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. uh, actually, it has the ingredients. Uh, proximity based malt. Okay. Crystal what the Ford. hell is that? Does uh, it go off when you get close to it? Yeah, yeah right? <laughs> I, I assume it's a malt like from Proximity, Oregon, or something like oh, that. Oh, okay, that makes more sense. <laughs> or, or it's with it, like it's malts grown locally near proper brewing. Oh, maybe. Yeah, there proximity we go. Proximity base, like. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I guess that works too. Yeah. Uh, as well as Crystal 45 malt, uh, Vienna malt, and then we get to the hops. Ooh, three of our favorites Centennial, Citra, and Chinook. Ooh. Right. The three C's. No. Yeah. And uh, my top. His top. Nice. And the pool. Beautiful yeah. light straw colored beverage. Yeah, Crystal clear. clear. Yeah. yeah, you could read a book through this one. Beautiful white foamy head. Ooh, yeah. Lots of tiny bubbles. Tiny bubbles make me happy. Ooh, oh. That is a wonderful aroma on there. Yeah, it's lightly floral, a little almost citrusy. Oh yeah, very mild. It doesn't smell overpowering or. Tasty. Yeah, yeah, it's not strong with like the. It definitely got like citrus and a little bit of pine mixed in, but. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, this is pretty smooth, and it's it's five percent too, so it's not like a like a double IPA or anything yeah, like that. It's not going to wreck your shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this won't take the enamel off your teeth, for sure. Like, it is strongly hoppy, but it's not like you can't taste anything else afterwards. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Since you're at 33 IBUs, so yeah, not yeah. even super hoppy. Like, yeah. usually, usually it's when you get start getting to, like, 60 and above when it's like, okay, this right. ca calm down. <laughs> just just ch chill your jets. 
Are you uh, still enjoying your Lenun Kugel over there? Yep, I got like one more sip left in it. And I'm contemplating, because I have to work tomorrow, if I should grab another one for when I record the Bloody Bits episode in 45 minutes. Yeah. <clears throat> I, might be able to. I, can dr- I can drink beer. I can drink yeah. a whole bottle of wine and be totally fine two, the next day. I think two, two beers, beers and a me. whole day. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, I think I'll be all right. <laughs> yeah, you should be fine. In fact, have a whiskey chaser with it, too. Why not? <laughs> Well, uh, would either of you be interested in any fun facts about the stuff? Are they super fun facts? Because they're fun, fun facts. I like to think so. (laughs) All right, Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, Candace, what do you think the critics thought of the stuff? I I bet the critics did not like this. I bet the critics gave it 62. Izzy? Hmm, this is tough. I really want the critics to like this one. I'm going to say 75. Ooh, it is certified fresh at 71 percent with the critics nice is he just wins but nobody gives a fuck about the critics what about the audience oh yeah they're probably like 85 should be 100 percent 112 percent right (laughs) the audience score is 45 percent what the fuck yeah no it's no recount those numbers hold on i'm gonna pull it up here because i'm curious what uh what some of the critiques and stuff are future steve cut this that was good (laughs) rotten tomatoes the i just find that so hard to believe yeah you would think it'd be like at the very least the other way around like 45 with the critics and 70 something yeah it's a cult classic people who know about this movie absolutely love it Oh, there's a 2020 movie called This Stuff I'm Afraid to Look Into, but uh, yeah, 71 and 45. There's a bug for you to squish in the mic. <sighs> Damn, it didn't pop. That one was not full of juices. Oh, it was full of juices, but it just didn't pop. <laughs> it just didn't crackle with them. Yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah, 14 uh, critic reviews and 10 of them were positive. So yeah, you got the 71%. Yeah, 45%, 5,000 plus ratings. Let's check out the... Uh, uh, what the hell? Come I, on. I sniff glue and I don't like this movie. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's what it's gotta be. I, I was know. sitting down to watch this movie and my I was like, oh, are you interested in it? And he goes, is it good? I was like, well, it's a cult classic. I was like, the people who do know about it love it. Right? <laughs> I wouldn't say it. Well, I mean, it is a good movie, but I could see why some people would consider it like cheesy or campy or something because yeah, they don't have got- a sense of humor. Yeah, the so so basically like looking over what it is, like the average score is like 3.2 out of five. So it's basically there's like a bunch of people where it's like two stars or three stars, basically. Like it's very down the middle, and basically two is considered bad, three is considered good. And then yeah, a bunch of fives because people get it. No. Oh wow. Okay, yeah, yeah. The stuff has all the calories you need. Five stars. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Looks like a bunch of bots. Yeah, okay, yeah. At least on the first page here, it's like all five stars are all half a star. So That's yeah, weird. Yeah. And the, the half star one's like, one of the worst I've ever seen. Acting is terrible. The dialogue is even worse. See my review for Worms. Right. It's like, you haven't seen a bad movie if this is the worst you've ever yeah. seen. Oh, Half Star <laughs> fails to deliver the right stuff, all capital. 
<laughs> Woo! Go fuck yourself. You didn't even see the movie, bitch. Get out. <laughs> Ooh, Boneyard. Oh. Um, probably the worst horror movie I ever sat through. I like the idea, though, and it has a couple good moments. One star. Ugh. I want to yeah. find these people and be like, you really need to see a real bad movie before you make statements like that. Right? right? Have you even seen House of a Thousand Cats? Have you seen Birdemic? because <laughs> i don't think you have have you seen bucky larson born to be a porn star because obviously you haven't <laughs> obviously you haven't sober yeah anyway uh yeah 1.7 million dollar budget uh wasn't able to find a worldwide gross but i assume it might have made its money back at least Maybe? in rentals and shit yeah uh clara peller reprised her role in the parody of wendy's where's the beef advertisement asking instead where's the stuff that's who the old lady was, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, according to audio commentary on the 2000 Anchor Bay DVD, the scene in the motel where the stuff comes out of the mattress and pillows and attacks the man on the wall and ceiling was shot in a room that could turn upside down, allowing the stuff to move up and down the wall. It is exactly the same room used in 1984's yep. Nightmare on Elm Street. Yep. Yep. That's actually true. That's true. I've heard from multiple sources that it's the same place and it was used for a music video, too. So there was already oh. a set made that could do that. So they were like, well, let's just fucking use this then. Is it the dancing on the ceiling music video? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Was that Billy Ocean or some shit like that? Yeah. I yeah. have no idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> According to Larry Cohen himself, in some scenes in which the stuff chases characters, a foam made of blended fish bones was used. It stinks so much that as soon as the shots were done, the actors ran to a river in order to bathe and get rid of the stench. Ew. Why? Why fish bones? There are no other substance that could look right? that way? Just That's shaving something. cream. <laughs> Movies like this, that shit's always made of just horrifyingly nasty stuff. Like, was it one of the James Bonds where it was three-day-old rotten instant mashed potatoes? Yeah, for, the, like... yeah for mud. <laughs> like, y'all, y'all could just add some, like, food coloring or charcoal to regular mashed potatoes or, or dare i say it mud <laughs> yeah, you can find that shit anywhere <laughs> mud and shaving cream i don't know yeah, but yeah uh, it's always weird but uh <laughs> i guess it's how it shows on film uh, i don't know man uh the original cut of the film was said to be much longer and described by director larry cohen as more quote dense and sophisticated ah film, that's right? weird yeah, feeling that the film was too long, it was cut to increase the pace of the film. There was a romantic scene between Moriarty and Makarovici, <laughs> the you know, uh, Mo and uh, Nicole, uh, that took place in a hotel room in the original cut. And apparently in 2021, this long lost cut has apparently hey. been found. Vinegar Syndrome, get on that shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> but ladies... We've reached the most important part. What did we learn from the stuff? Uh, Candace is our guest. Would you like to go first? I learned that if you eat like dozens of mouthfuls of shaving cream, you will throw up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah I mean, makes sense. You know, you always wonder, you look at it and you're like, it looks like whipped cream. I wonder what it tastes like. Apparently enough to make you throw up is what it tastes like. <laughs> yeah. Tastes like menthol. I mean, what? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Izzy, how about you? Oh, I learned that enough is never enough. Yeah. Uh, I learned uh, apparently the writer of Dune also worked for the FBI. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> and of course, no one is as dumb as I appear to be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so great. Right. Well, Candace, thank you so much for joining us here on Everything yes, I Learned from Movies. Always. Thank you for having me. Every time I'm like, did I do a good job? Are they going to invite me back? I don't know. Of course. <laughs> you do great. Trust me, we would let you know. You know what, Candace? You should start your own podcast. Yeah. I should. I should call it like a, a Bloody Bats, you know, and have the graphic <laughs> just be like bats with blood dripping from their wings. <laughs> bloody Bitch Poor yeah, Bloody Bitch. Yes. Bloody oh. Bitch Podcast. Yeah. yeah. Oh, awesome. fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> People are like, I thought we were going to talk about our flows. No. Uh, <laughs> But, but Candace, tell us about this Bloody Bits uh, podcast that you're currently on. Well, hey, if you like this, if you like horror movies in general and sometimes action movies, then you should listen to my podcast that I also have with Eddie the Axe Jefferson and Tim Yobo, who was supposed to be on here. But he, I guess he had to work over and he wasn't able to make it. So it's the Bloody Bits Horror Show and you can go to bloodybits.com and that is our website and all the episodes are on there. You can also catch it on Spotify, iTunes, uh, Stitcher, like any anywhere you want to find your, you know, your your podcast, you're going to find Bloody Bits. Just type in Bloody Bits. We're the only one. So it's going to be uh, the first Candace, one that pops I'm, up. I'm going to stop you right there. You are not the only one, but <gasps> you are definitely the best. Uh, Bloody Bits Horror Show. Check out <laughs> patreon.com slash bloody bits, where for Ooh. just $10 a month, you can join the blood bank where there's over 3,000 mostly horror movies, but all pretty rare ones you can't find on all the other streaming services to check out oh yes a lot of a lot of korean films a kaiju movies or kaiju kaiju movies like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like i don't know what that is <laughs> Moses. Yeah. yeah yeah check it out guys uh izzy are you on social media at all I am. You can find me everywhere at Untidy Venus. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping. I'm on all the social medias at Untidy Venus. You can find my goods and wares for sale over at untidyvenus.etsy.com. You can also find me over on my Patreon at Untidy Venus. For $4 a month, you can join my Sticker of the Month Club. Every month, I will mail you one of the stickers that I personally designed. Steve. Yes. Where can we find you? Well, you could probably find me over on uh, Izzy's Kickstarter that she has going oh! on during Futober. That's right. We're, uh, she has her Gary the Unicorn enamel pins we're raising money for because we're doing spooky Gary the Unicorns. Uh, babe, which ones do we have? Oh, at the time of this year recording, we have funded Jack Lantern Gary. And Jack Lantern Gary, his body is a pumpkin. And he's a Jack Lantern Knight and his body is made of glitter. And then we have the mummy Gary and all his bandages glow in the dark. And at the time of this year recording, we're working on trying to get funded Ghost Gary. And he's very spooky and his body glows in the dark. And if that one gets funded, I have like a dozen more we can choose from. So we can get all the Garys. Made. That's right. We do have some in the works. And if you'd like to fund your own spooky gary the uh unicorn for just 300 dollars, we'll design help design one for you and get yep. it produced and you, you get 30 of them 30 and you can choose so yeah, yeah you, you can don't mix have and to match. just pick the ones that you help design you can mix and match from any existing gary's and keep in mind we already have skeleton gary made we have pegasus gary made and we have original gary made that's right. Candace, if you were going to design a Gary the Unicorn, what kind of Gary the Unicorn would you design? 
does Gary have a certain personality or is it just he's a unicorn? You can oh, just kind of like play he's with just him. an adorable unicorn. He's here, a, let me, he's let a me magical, you, just chubby, happy unicorn. Yeah, let me send you the link here real quick and you can see what we're uh, dealing with here. Steve, uh, cut this out. You're going to send it to me on Twitter? Copy. Yeah, yeah, on Twitter. Okay. Here. Uh, yeah, I got the one with Yobo here too. I'll just post it on here for a bit. Yeah. Okay. He's going to get it and be like, what the fuck is that? What the that? fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> I'll be like, yeah, you didn't show. You can just uh, go to the Kickstarter and make it worth our while. <laughs> uh, I see. Oh, he's cute. Right? <laughs> I like your Kickstarter too. Goals! We reach them! <laughs> <laughs> do you have do you have a uh, uh, which one? We, so that is one of the options yep. that we could design. Okay. Yeah, because we got to have a witch one. What about a Cthulhu one? Ooh, oh, Cthulhu no. carry! <laughs> yes, destroy your worlds! Oh, yeah, we, we, we could definitely design one pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know we also have a, a vampire one, a Franken Gary. Yeah, zombie Gary. Yeah, the robot one. Robot Gary. For spoiler alert for the future, there may be a Mardi Gras Gary. Yeah, Mardi oh. Gary. Um, he flashes <laughs> you. We were talking about doing a Hail Satan Gary with uh, the Baphomet horns and the. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. <laughs> but all these options and more could be yours. Kickstarter.com. Look for Gary the Unicorn Enamel Pin. Yeah. Going to the end of the month. <laughs> Uh, and of course, as for us, you can find us on all the major podcatchers under Everything I Learned from Movies, or you can hit us up directly on Twitter, Facebook, and Patreon at EILF Movies. That's Everything, Everything I Learned from Movies. Oh, can I add something really quick? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, for the month of October, we have big fucking news for Bloody Bits Horror Show. Ooh. BFN. Because we have two huge guests coming in, one bigger than the other. We have Adam Caesar, the author of Clown in the Cornfield 1 and 2 best-selling author you can find his books in target and walmart like that's how big he is so i'm very excited about that because that was my that was my get i was the one who got him and then also (laughs) at the end of october we have al katz producer and writer of tales from the crypt demon knight and bordello of blood oh shit yeah fucking exciting that's gonna be so good this month (laughs) i can't wait to hear all the dennis miller stories oh yeah I have so many questions. <laughs> yeah. Dennis Miller and Corey Feldman on the same set. <laughs> what were you I thinking? Was there? <laughs> when Angie Everhart becomes your reputable actress. I mean, anyway. Um, <laughs> now that, that sounds amazing. Yeah. The, again, guys, Bloody Bits Horror Show. Check it out. Uh, subscribe. Uh, go to the Patreon. All that shit. It's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, I guess until next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. I'm Candace. Oh, and I'm Candace. Sorry. I, just, <laughs> I thought you guys were outroing right here. And I'm Candace <laughs> from Bloody Bits Horror Show. <laughs> and this is Everything I Learned from Movies. Have a good night, everybody. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> no one stuff. is as tired as I am. <laughs> <laughs>